What's up, loves? This is Love or Obsession. I'm Queen. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for being back to the show. (laughs) Look, y'all. Y'all know I'm scary as hell, but for some reason, I've been in been into a been into spooky season <laughs> i've been into spooky season y'all i've been wanting to watch a scary movie and i did um i got all that out my system i saw halloween i liked it i actually wouldn't mind watching it again um but on netflix i watched this movie called 1922 how many of y'all seen that already um it was all right. It was good. It was kind of um, slow motion scary, if I would say. But it was good. Um, I think it was based off one of those Stephen King books, 1922, if y'all want to check it out. Um, and at the time, I feel like it was just what I needed, you know, to get all that. I need to watch something scary out of my system, okay? Um, insert Haunted by Beyonce. Um, Yeah, so today we will be talking about a man who wanted to move on from his ex But never got the chance His name was Lauren High Um, Lauren, born in 1988 in Milwaukee Was described as smart, good looking, and charming Family and friends always thought a woman would be his downfall But they had no idea, okay? Um, Lauren was an only child raised by his mother and his grandmother. Lauren was raised to be ambitious and disciplined. His parents wanted him, you know, to practice morals and principles and respect. They was real big on that. Um, and that was big with Lauren and his family. So that was just important for him. It was important for them, for him to display himself out in the world, you know, as a decent individual, so to speak. Okay, when Lauren was 18 years old, his mother passed away unexpectedly from a heart attack. His friends said that he was never the same after that. And I could believe it. I was 31 when I lost my mom and I wasn't ready. And I couldn't imagine losing her any earlier than that. So I can only imagine at 18, okay? Okay, close friends felt that the loss of his mother left him with a void feeling. Lauren was a playboy. He had multiple girlfriends at one time. Later falling for a woman named Natasha, who he had two daughters with. When he came to parenthood, when it came to parenthood, Lauren was called a great father. He read his daughter's books. He prayed with them and he took them in at night. Um, Lauren and Natasha's relationship They didn't last as a couple But for the sake of their children They co-parented In 2015 Lauren began dating a woman Named Portia Humphrey Portia was just as charming as Lauren She was considered a smooth talker And a very confident woman Um, Portia was dealing with family trauma Of her own From witnessing her mom murder her dad When she was a young kid um, Portia's mother went to prison and Portia went into the child services system. Um, it was believed that Portia looked for love in all the wrong places and was super attached 
um, when it came to matters of the heart because of her broken family structure, okay? Um, while she was a teenager, Portia was in a relationship with a man that didn't last long, but it produced four children. She was 29 years old when she started dating Lauren. With Lauren, she experienced a love that she never felt before, and Portia perceived this love as a forever thing, while Lauren might not have been as serious about the relationship as Portia was. Um, Portia and Lauren talked about marriage and children together, but after about a year into their relationship, things started to turn a little sour, and the couple fought over, you know, things like money. I'm pretty sure a lot of couples fight over money, but one of the things that the couple fought over was money. And Lauren, being such a ladies' man, caused Portia to feel insecure um, in her relationship. She feared he would leave her for another woman. So friends of Portia said that she was a very jealous woman. Um, the couple had big fights over small things, like Lauren liking a woman's picture or a post on social media was something that had caused big fights and arguments in a relationship. Lauren was feeling over the drama like he was over all that drama and the two broke up. So fast forward to February 5th, 2017, a man named Curtis Peterson, a very good friend of Lauren High, went to Lauren's Milwaukee home to do a welfare check because no one has heard from Lauren in days. Um, the people closest to Lauren worried about his safety. So Curtis, he, he shows up to check on his friend. He didn't get an answer. And when he knocked um, several times, um, I don't recall if he let himself in the front door and the back door, but he let himself in the home because he was that worried about his friend. So once inside, he found 28-year-old Lauren on the living room floor, cold to the touch. He was dead from a gunshot wound to his chest. Curtis immediately called 911. Um, due to the low temperature in the Lawrence home, his body was well preserved. But the but trying to conclude or the time of death, it was hard. It was hard to figure out the time of death or find the conclusion to that because of the cold temperature. Um, a fingerprint that was found on a broken piece of glass on Lawrence's living room couch. It had some type of drug residue on it that was found on his couch. So that was one of the big clues that got the ball rolling um, as far as evidence go. Um, two 40 caliber bullet casings were found at the scene as well. Lauren's friend were able to confirm to police that Lauren did own a 40 caliber firearm that was missing from his home. Um, nothing of value was stolen and there were no signs of forced entry. So they was wondering who could have gotten to this man home, who was welcomed into this man home and left. And he was left there, you know, deceased. Um, an Atlanta woman who was dating Lauren was contacted by police. She stated that she last heard from Lauren around 7 p.m. on February 1st of 2017. She also stated that Lauren was depressed and he vented his frustrations to her about Portia and their relationship. Portia was making it hard for Lauren to have peace after he ended the relationship with her. Um, it was said that Portia would pop up at Lauren's house asking to use the washroom, but would get naked and lay across his couch. 
you know, for some action, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. No. <laughs> um, Lauren started to feel done with Portia and overwhelmed with all the actions um, and antics that she was causing and doing in his life because she was more and more impulsive with her actions. It was kind of, you know, sort of speak hard to shake this girl off, you know. Um, as Lauren was trying to detach from Portia, he started to get more closer to another young lady. Lauren smoked a little weed, um, but never did any, I ain't gonna say never because I don't know this man life, but he didn't, he wasn't known to do any other drugs besides smoking a little marijuana. Uh, but Portia was known to dibble and dabble in other drugs, um, more harder drugs. Um, she was eventually called in for questioning by police. Upon questioning, officers noticed that Portia kept trying to provide an alibi and receipts for the date of February 1st. And it was unusual to officers because they was under the impression that Lauren was last, you know, alive February 3rd. And that was just like a timeline that they was trying to create. Um, Portia claimed she hadn't stepped foot inside Lauren's house in weeks. Portia also flip-flopped stories of whether or not she came into contact with Lauren's firearm. Um, with all the lying she was doing, police were able to arrest Portia for obstruction. Portia's home was in Waukesha. I'm sitting there looking at Keisha like, do you love me? Do you love me? Nah, nah let me stop. Um, that's that money bag, yo, in case y'all didn't know that. Okay, but who didn't know that? Okay, moving on. Okay, so Portia home was in Waukesha. Um, it was searched and a few items were confiscated. It was, um, that was considered evidence. And it was just like a few pieces of items of clothing um, that was like reeking with cleaning products and things like that. Um, and let me see. Okay, Portia's sister was questioned also, and she revealed that on February 2nd, Portia told her that Lauren was shot. And at that time, that news was known and that information was known to no one. So the fact that Portia was able to tell her sister that he was shot February 2nd, that was a lot of evidence that was stacking up against her. Um, it was now believed that Lauren was murdered five days before his body was found. Text messages showed that Lauren and Portia was in communication on February 1st, and a final text from Portia's phone came around 12.47 a.m. February 2nd, claiming, well, the text was saying to, she was basically saying in the text to Lauren that she was sorry she couldn't make it over there to see him. And y'all know that's just what, the underlay for the overplay? I don't know. That's what Hitler Field be sending me, the overplay for the underlay, the underlay for the overplay. I don't know, y'all, but y'all know what she's trying to do. She's trying to provide an alibi. She's trying to text this phone like, oh, I didn't get a chance to see you. Sorry, I couldn't make it. See you another time. Whole time she's trying to cover her own ass, okay? Um, so another woman Lauren dated last had seen him, another woman that he was dating. Cause remember I told y'all he had like three girlfriends at one time. Um, so another woman that he was dating, she last seen him January 31st. 2017 and she spent the night with him and a text message from Lauren to that girlfriend was um February 1st and it said that 
he texts, so Lauren texts this girl saying that he was having a much needed conversation with his ex for closure. And that was the last message that she got from him. Um, I didn't see any case reports about this story, but I just, you know, okay, I was, I'm about to tell y'all. I do not be making up my own stories, but I be trying to make sense of stories. So in a sense, it's like making up your own stories. But you know, here True Crime, I ain't gonna make up anything. I told y'all, if I ever throw any salt in the game, it's my own views and opinions. But everything I everything else I say is considered a fact. Is is public records, okay? So I just feel like even when Lauren and Portia was having that conversation for closure, it was that girlfriend that spent the night with him from January 31st going into February 1st. I feel like that right there was probably what made her snap and, you know, do what she did. Okay. So that was the little sidebar. And that's probably a spoiler alert too, because y'all was, we was trying to figure out who done and who did this to Lauren and, um, spoiler alert. It was Portia crazy's ass, but no, I ain't gonna call her crazy. Cause I'm not a, um, an expert or no psychologist or nothing, but it was Portia's chemical imbalanced ass. Okay. So I, I can say that. Okay. So, um, so he was texting his girlfriend saying that he was having a conversation with an ex for a much needed conversation with an ex so he can get some closure and maybe this girl could finally leave him alone. Okay, the text also included the words, wish me luck. So that get, let you know that he felt, even in a joking way, that he was in a scary situation trying to have this conversation with this girl, okay? And that ex in question was Portia Humphrey. Um, the broken glass that was found on Lauren's couch with the drug residue and the fingerprint on it was tested and that fingerprint was Portia's fingerprint and that drug residue was some type of MDM mdmx type drug i'm not even saying i'm not even sure if i'm saying the drug name right but to people who know drugs know what i'm talking about okay um okay let's see so portia was arrested and charged with first degree reckless homicide on march 21st 2017 she pled guilty to second degree reckless homicide in the shooting death of lauren high so on march 23rd 2018 she was sentenced to nine years in prison and another six years of extended supervision so what's extended supervision because i know supervision is like house arrest where you get that like ankle monitor but extended supervision do that mean that you being watched in prison or they allowing you to come home on an ankle monitor i don't know somebody answer that question for me but nine years only nine years in prison for taking somebody's life out of a jealous rage or anger that's nonsense like why this girl ain't doing more years than that um but as of my research um she was she's 34 years old um and she will be released in 2027 and it's 2021 and we going into 2022 um i bet it's gonna be a whole bunch of protests to keep her locked up i don't know i don't want to say um the moral of this story is fuck closure. <laughs> if you feel like you need to get away from somebody and your life in danger and it could possibly be a dangerous situation, fuck closure. Fuck that last little conversation. Just stay, get away and stay away, okay? Seeking closure will get you killed. And um, 
my heart goes out to Lauren High's family and friends and all the people that truly loved him, that lost a loved one to somebody that just couldn't let him go in an emotional way, okay? Um, for pictures, please check out the Instagram at Love or Obsession Podcast. Please send all messages and suggestions to Love or Obsession Podcast at gmail.com. I will be back next Tuesday with another story. It's Queen. I love you guys. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.